Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Adam Morgan. For too many Colorado residents age 65 plus, keeping track of the provisions of Medicare and what's applicable to them probably can be an ongoing arduous task. Annually, Senior Answers conducts a series of information and guidance sessions they call Medicare Mondays to keep you informed and updated on the changes so you can do the same if necessary to your Medicare coverage. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Medicare Mondays covers any change to premiums, deductibles, and copays, comparison shopping for supplemental and Medicare Advantage plans to health prevention and promotional initiatives. It's an awful lot to cover. The show us how Medicare Mondays will work is from the Colorado Gerontological Society Senior Answers Executive Director Eileen Doherty. We're going to 21 locations. We hope to talk to Medicare beneficiaries and their families if they would like to have them join them. We are doing about 10 sessions in the Metro Denver area. Yeah. We are also doing sessions in Grand Junction, Delta, Montrose, Salida, Alamosa, Colorado Springs, and Greeley. Well, this signal goes a lot of places. So first of all, to look at the schedule, they can go to your website then? Yes, they can. Okay. Give them the website first because they can say, well, I don't have my pencil ready. That's why we're doing it now because we're going to do it again. you got time to get the pencil. What's, what is the information address where you can find a Medicare Monday near you? It is at SeniorAnswers.org. S-E-N-I-O-R-A-N-S-W-E-R-S dot O-R-G. Okay, you've been doing these things for several years now. Do we see that much change in Medicare from year to year that we have to keep briefing people over and over about what it is, what's going on, how to make their elections or selections coming up? A lot of changes do occur, as probably most of you know. Um, there's always changes in the deductibles and the co-payments for Medicare Part A and B. There's oftentimes new players in the field, meaning new companies that mm-hmm. are offering the Medicare Part C or the Medicare Advantage, HMO or PPO products. Yeah. I believe we have at least two new ones, possibly three new ones in the Metro Denver area this year uh, in the Medicare Advantage world. And then on the Part D side, the prescription drug plans, there's always a lot of movement. Um, There's companies coming into the market. There's people leaving the market. The deductibles change. So there's a lot of changes in that. And there's two, there's one actually very significant change this year in Medicare Part D. So the deductible for Medicare Part D is going up to $435, meaning of the retail value of your drugs, whether they're generic or name brand, yeah. you will have to pay that. The first $400 of it, right? 435 435 So these are the topics you're going to be covering at all of the Medicare Mondays, or do you have different topics for different places? No, we do the same topics for all places. Okay. All right. And these are the ones you're going to be walking through. Right. Now, this big $435 a month I got to come up with. <laughs> right. 
But if you are really unfortunate, you're going to have to come up with a whole lot more money. So then you move into the second level, if you will, of Part D, yeah, uh, which is called the coverage gap, and you have to pay about a thousand dollars out of your own money. Okay, I'm confused. A thousand dollars of my own money, an additional a thousand for this D. That's a prescription drug thing. So you pay the four thirty-five. Yeah. Then I pay another thousand. Thousand if your prescription drugs are. About $4,500 a year retail value. So how do I find out what the retail value is? Because they'll keep track of it one, at the pharmacy. Really? Yes. But different pharmacies may have different prices, though, right? That is correct. You can also go to Medicare.gov, and you can put your prescription drugs in there. Yeah. Into their plan finder, and it will tell you um, approximately what the cost of that drug at the various pharmacies is. You can also open an account called MyMedicare.gov. Sure. And at MyMedicare.gov, it will track all of your interactions, whatever you do with Medicare, vaccines, preventive services, Mm -hmm. visits to the doctor, but it will also track your Medicare Part D, uh, both personal out-of-pocket expenses, as well as the retail value. So it'll track all that so that when you hit the right spots, then your insurance will kick in and start paying. Well, and your insurance never pays fully 100% on the Part D. Never pays 100% on the Part D. That's correct. So when you get to the third level, so you got level one, which is the deductible. Yeah. 435. Then you get the second level where you have to pay about 1000 the company pays about 3000 Then you go into the third level, and you have to pay 25% of the cost of the drugs up to, and this is a significant change, yeah. in 1919, the amount of money that you paid plus what the company paid, the retail value, was $7,600. Unless Congress acts between now and the end of the year, your out-of-pocket next year will escalate to about $9,000. Excuse me? Excuse you, yes. Really? Really. And then once you've paid, once the cost of what you've paid and what the the, um, drug company has paid or the prescription drug plan, once it gets over $9,000, then you'll be in what they call catastrophic coverage, and then you will see significant drops where your medications will basically go down to about $3.85 for generics and about $8.65 for name brand. So you got to get up to $9,000 worth of medications before anything decent occurs. Correct. Okay, this is why you have to go to Medicare Monday so you can understand this stuff, at least try to figure out what you want to do, especially if you're taking medications, you know. And if you are taking expensive medications and if you're taking a lot of them. That is, sounds like that's going to be the emphasis for this year is, is that Part D and prescriptions and medications and stuff and when it's going to cost you, how it's going to cost you and give you some some inspiration to get off it so that you're going to be okay. All righty. What else are you going to be touching on on Medicare Mondays now that you've totally scrambled my mind? Scrambled you, huh? 
Well, the other thing that is really big this year yeah. is that when the Affordable Care Act was passed way back when, one of the other thing, and then there were some subsequent bills after that, one of the things it did is people who were in original Medicare who chose not to use a Medicare Advantage plan but to use a Medicare supplement or a Medigap plan yeah. had to choose one of 10 standardized plans. Okay. Now, before you hit those, wasn't there something called a donut hole that's supposed to have closed and taken care of some of this? Okay. That's back on Part D. That's back on D again. And the donut hole closed to the point where you have to pay 25% of the cost of the drugs while you are in the donut hole. The fact that Congress has not acted yet will basically take from the point of $4,000 of the cost of drugs plus the 435, so you're at about 4,500 until you get to 9,000. That's the donut hole. Okay. And you pay 25% while you're in the donut hole. Mm-hmm. And in 2019, you pay about 30%, depending on whether it was generic or whether it was name brand, up to $7,600 in what you pay versus what the company pays. Because Congress has not acted, that amount of money increases while you're in the donut hole from 7600 to 9000 Who keeps track of this? To make sure you're paying the right percentage so that you know, do they inform the consumers that you can only do 25% now because you've crossed the threshold? Um, it is in the Medicare and You handbook. Yeah. It also is in the materials that you receive from the prescription drug plan, which is called your annual notice of change. So if you keep the same company... They have to send you an annual notice of change. Yeah. If you change prescription drug plans, then you should get materials from the new company. And, yes, that information is in there. Okay, because that's the main thing is that probably a lot of us are just going to sit there with our eyes crossed that how much am I paying? Where is it now? So somebody's got to send me something to make sure I'm in the right spot. Well, you also should get every quarter – a letter from Medicare and your provider, your prescription drug plan, sure. that basically says, here's how much you spent for the last month or the last quarter or whatever. So you also get that ongoing correspondence. And that's some of the correspondence you need to maintain and keep, too. Yes. And track it to make sure that it's as close as correct as you can understand it to be. That's a very good caveat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to tell us about 10 Ten plans under ten Medigap plans. Ten Medigap plans under Part D. And what I'm mostly concerned, not under Part D. No, I said no. the wrong thing. That's right. Okay, take it back on the air. Not under Part D. <laughs> so, if you're in original Medicare, and you have Medicare Part A, and you have which is hospital care, and you have Medicare Part B, which is medical services like physicians and labs, X-rays emergency rooms, ambulances, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. 
So Medicare will pay for Medicare Part B 80% of the cost, and then you have to pay 20%. Under Medicare Part A, you have to pay the deductible, which is around $1,800, and then Medicare will pay the balance up to a certain number of days. A lot of people who choose not to buy a Medicare HMO will buy a Medicare supplement. There are 10 standardized plans, A, B, C, D. No fancy names, just alphabets. Just alphabets. And they're plans, not parts. They're plans, okay? And in 2020, Plan C and Plan F and High Deductible F will no longer be sold. Okay, they'll go away. Well, for the people who currently have C or F or an F high deductible, they can keep those plans. Anybody new to Medicare eligible for Medicare January 1, 2020 Mm -hmm. will not be able to purchase a C or an F or an F plus. So what probably those people will want to do is purchase a plan G because G will pay everything that F does except the part B deductible, which this year is around $185. Ah, something reasonable. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) All right. All right. What is your online address again so that they can get some information about Medicare Mondays? It is www.senioranswers.org. Okay, on the World Wide Web at senioranswers.org. Okay. I don't know why it's so many plans and it, and it, it, it looks like spaghetti and, and consumers have to work their way through this year after year. Um, is there a way to streamline this and just buy some insurance and it covers this, this, and this and you're done? If the insurance is stable, but Part D is not stable, every year Part D changes. Mm -hmm. Most years when you have original Medicare with A and B, your Medicare supplement is usually pretty standard. Now, I should mention that the concern for the people who are currently enrolled in a Plan C or a plan F or a high deductible F may find themselves getting increased premiums if they stay in those plans. A Medicare Monday presentation will be coming near you during the next weeks of October 21st to November 5th. 20 communities around the state, Aurora to Salida, Greeley to Montrose. Check the schedule online at SeniorAnswers.org slash events. We'll continue our conversation with Eileen Doherty, Executive Director of the Colorado Gerontological Society, on our next edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And we do appreciate you sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.